Welcome to the November 1st edition of the Out of Context Podcast, where semen was used as an invisible ink back in the classic days. My name is Adrian, and welcome to the show of shows. With me is my co-host, my awesome member, my true good friend, and soon to be a birthday girl, Ashley Majestic. Hi, Ashley. How are you? feel old just by you mentioning that it's almost my birthday you're supposed to be festive i mean you get one year older one year wiser it's and you get gifts too so it's a good thing uh-huh uh-huh how do you feel at your age we're not gonna talk about my age but we're talking about your age i mean how old well, are you gonna be you're older than me i mean so if you want to if you want to crack this can open we're gonna crack it open well everybody knows i'm 46 and you know with age oh, shit, yes with age comes wisdom Peace and more zen. So hopefully you should get that. And you're old. I knew you were going to do old. that. You're old. How are you doing? Old. I'm doing okay. I am just kind of, I'm like in a good mood. I think I'm kind of neutral. I'm not in a bad mood or a good mood. I'm just kind of existing right now. Well, I mean, that's a, Plus, I mean, I hope you'll be existing to do this show. I mean, people have been asking about us, wanting to know the next episode, wanting to know what we're going to talk about. And seeing as how it was my turn to do the introduction, I think it's your turn to uh, introduce the topic. But before we do, what do you have planned for your special day? For my party, I, it's just honestly just having fun at shenanigans. It's, I have a few game ideas to do uh it's not gonna be a big old party it's pretty much gonna be the same crowd that was here last year uh, you might get disinvited i haven't fully decided on that just yet but um you know it's just it's just honestly we're gonna be making appetizers i'm ordering some pizzas i'm not doing the whole like big huge bunch of food that i had last year because I ordered a whole lot of food and a lot of people bailed on the last minute and pretty much people that bailed in the last minute last year, I did not invite for this year. I'm like, eh, no thanks. So, which again, I, you know, I understand emergencies can happen, you know, uh, all that stuff, but it's when you cancel the day of or just literally hours beforehand, that's, that just drives me up the wall. And sometimes there's a couple of people that have legitimate excuses and there's others like, hey, I just can't make it. I'm sorry. I'm like, cool. So clearly the same people that did that to me last year have not been invited back this year. It's really just the people that, got, that showed up last year have been invited to return this year. And yeah, it's just going to be shenanigans, hijinks, um, inappropriate words and whatnot. Now, to my credit, I'm going to put myself over to my credit. I drove over an hour and a half to get to your luxurious home and yeah and actually eat buffalo dip and chips you know to, you know until my stomach was really full and I was ready to go to sleep so I, I made it and I will make it again this year so oh and I'm happy to hear that so I mean you're driving from uh, from where you live um, Brent and Veronica they're driving from you know the same area you live in I have a couple people that I invited that live in um, you know, where I used to live, over to, over to here, um, another friend that's coming from, like, well, Jeffrey, you know, he's coming, Sarah's coming, so I got people that are really coming from all over, I've invited some of my coworkers, a couple, a few of them, a couple of them I know are supposed to be coming, allegedly, but, um, but that's it, so it's really, I think, 
honestly I'm looking at like 10 or less people that are coming and which is a-okay for me but you know we'll see uh, I'm just all about you know whoever shows up shows up uh, but if people don't they don't I just plan on having some drinks having a good time and I'll just have you know you will not be the only sober person here shocking I know but I'll be in charge of the recording I'll be in charge of making sure we record a good show it's going to be jumbled. It's going to be a mess. Probably drunk people slobbering all over the microphone or just saying incoherent things. But it's the task I'm going to have to do for you. It's going to be your birthday podcast, so why not? No, it's going to be very chaotic. A bunch of slurred words and whatnot. And a live version of Pick the Porn. That is going to be oh, tremendous. Man, I cannot wait for that game. you got to have like a good solid list. I have everything ready for that. So it is going to be fun. It's going to be had by all. And, of course, you, the listeners at home, can play the home game of Pick the Porn. We'll be handing out prizes, candy, drinks, and hopefully uh, no one's driving home drunk and probably people passing out at your home. So it works. No, yeah, it, it's, it's the same thing. Anyone that did, they either had, like, a drink and they stayed for a long time and ate food and they want to leave, that's fine. Anyone that, so anyone clearly that is coming and they drink more than a couple drinks and they don't have a designated driver they will be staying um i have nothing i mean you see the size of my house and there's nothing but places for people to crash um so i'm not really worried about that and uh yeah i mean i, I honestly it's just because obviously i am throwing my party a week before my actual birthday and it's so weird for me that it's not this Saturday, but next Saturday that we're doing it. I'm like, wow, it's it's coming up really fast. Yes, and I'm pretty excited, actually. I'm, I'm more of a homebody. I like spending time in Castle Walker away from people, but I do make exceptions for very few people, and you're one of those people, so I'll just be sitting back, manning the microphone, snacking on chips here and there, trying not to get too bloated, and uh, you know, watching all the drunk people stumble, fumble, and fall around. So fun will be had by all. Um, I mean, I don't think I'll be, I don't really get, I mean, I make my jokes, but I don't really get drunk anymore. It's just, I mean, obviously I'm getting older and I have a lot of head, headache issues because of my neck injury. And usually when I drink a lot, it just triggers headaches. It, I make it easier for myself when I drink water in between drinks and whatnot, but I don't really get blazed out drunk like I used to when I was younger. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get a pretty good buzz, but I mean, last year, I mean, after you left and other people left, at the end of the night, I was pretty much sober because uh, I stopped drinking. I started cleaning, mostly because of a neighbor came over and he pretty much kind of ruined, he was... He ruined the vibe. He was talking about a lot of inappropriate stuff that was just, that made all of us feel very uncomfortable. So I went inside and I just started cleaning. And by the time I was done cleaning, I was just going to go to bed and pass out and let everyone else just deal with whatever. But by the time I was ready to go to bed, that's when everyone's coming in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck my life. <laughs> but I was sober by the end of my birthday last year and I was not happy about it. Well, this year we're going to change things up a little bit. So this is what we do with the Out of Context Podcast. We just talk about anything, and we actually plan things, and we cannot wait until we have a special episode of this. I'm trying to think what we're going to call it. I mean, Ashley's Asshole Bash, or, 
you know, Ashley's Fun Times and Drunk Stupor. I mean, I mean, what would be the name for something like that? We have to really think about that. The root of all parties. Well, you know, that works. Ashley's root of all parties. I, th- I think that works. I think we, we can do that. Yeah. I mean, don't anyone that's listening, uh, don't don't set high expectations. It's not going to be like a spring break rager. It's just going to be a bunch of losers getting together and drinking and talking about very inappropriate stuff. Like we do in the show all the time. Pretty much, but, you know, you just turned up a, a few pegs. Oh, that's even better. Now, speaking of turning up a few pegs, what do we have on tap for today? I'm curious. On tap for today, well, it's not beer because beer is actually disgusting. Um, I figure today we just talk about things that's happened in our lives. It, it could have been interactions. It could have been watching a bad movie or reading a, a horrible book. Thing, basically just getting disappointed or overexcited. It doesn't matter which way you're feeling, but just things that's happened to you that just completely changed your opinion or your outlook on something. And because I had an interaction yesterday, if you actually don't mind me going uh, first, I will actually share why I brought up this conversation. Absolutely, by all means. So it's no secret that I'm not a religious person. I don't believe in religion. Uh, And where that stems from, it stems from customer service. It truly does. It started from when I worked at the gas station to working in banks, banks right down the street from a few churches. It came, it comes from people that go to church. And again, this is not mean every single body that does church. It's anyone that works in customer service understands who I'm talking about. It's the very religious people that are, Jesus loves you, God bless you, and blah, 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 blah. And then the moment they walk out of the church and they go to a restaurant, a gas station, or anything, and the slightest inconvenience happens to them and they turn into a royal, disgusting piece of shit of a person, especially to the employee where it's nowhere near their fault. And over the last, like, I want to say about three, four years, that's what deterred me from, I just can't buy into religion because to me, it's full of hypocrites. It's, it's just, I hate it where you go to church and you act like you're, you know, how Jesus is love and you have the signs all over your house and the bumper stickers all over the back of your car and you just preach about love and peace and how God loves all and blah, blah, blah. And then you turn around and you're just disgusting. It's, I was on the phone with a person yesterday at work. Uh, this person had questions about, you know, a certain type of loan. And as I'm explaining, the person's just like, that's not what I'm saying. Pretty much like talking to me like I'm stupid or interrupting me and just was being a very unpleasant person. And then after 10 minutes on this phone call where I wished to high, to like freaking high, high up in the universe that I could just hang up on this person. But at the end of it, they were like, right? And I was like, you know, hey, have a good day. Call me if you ever need me as, you know, I'm paid to say. And this person's like, yeah, just remember, Jesus loves you. God bless. Have a wonderful life. And then we got the phone. I'm thinking, really? You just treated me like I was dirt beneath your shoe. And then you have the audacity to just say something like that to me. I just, I can't stand it. Don't, 
don't be a horrible human being to other people because you don't get your way because you're spoiled and you can't handle your emotions and then hide behind religion. I, I just can't stand it when someone's like that. No, I understand completely because working in customer service, conveniently the same place we worked at, I've, I've been cussed out and I've been berated. I've been everything in between. And at the end of that conversation, they look at you and say, God bless you. And I'm thinking, once again, I'm not a very religious person. I have my ideals and faiths and whatnot. But I really don't think when they were making the good word and the good book, they didn't want you to call somebody a dickhead and then follow up with, God bless you. That's just my whole take on it. Yeah, it's, it goes back to how I just hate, I hate people. And customer service just really breaks people down into just hating human beings and hating interaction and but of course at work i'm not one of those type of employees that clearly shows i'm miserable no i play the role solidly i turn into barbie banker my voice goes up a pitch and i have great customer service skills where i have people constantly coming back for me they refer their friends and family to me which is what i'm paid for it's the role I've been hired to do it's I consider acting uh, just because I hate what's going on I might you know I might have had the worst interaction with the person prior to another person uh, someone in a different department uh, you know ranked top tier on the stupid um, meter it's but I don't take that out on someone else I don't show that I'm miserable I don't show that I hate where I'm at it's just constantly playing the role but, you know, welcome to so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. No problem. I will help you with that. Oh, you just called me a dumb idiot? Oh, my gosh, you're so silly. <laughs> yeah. 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 I really think that 95% of the population will agree with you because we all have to put on that representative of ourselves to make that entitled person who cannot read policies or understand consequences of their actions to, to appease them. So I, I fully understand that. Now, mm -hmm. now, if you may, I will take my turn and I'll go in a different direction if you, if you wish. How dare you. I know all about me. My approach for me, what uh, changed my philosophy or changed the way I look at things, and I'll go cheesy here, just bear with me, take this ride with me. Gross. I perv is when I had my son now I know everybody has that old phrase of when you have when you have a child things change blah 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 and honestly my life did change and I'll save you all I'll save you all the semantics of it but I'll just say that I lived by the motto for many years I can barely dress myself more or less dress another human being that's why I don't have children because it's like drunken midgets running around your house that you can't catch them or just monkeys flinging poo at you. And when I found out I was going to be a father, a papa, a dadu, and I, I, I was scared. I was nervous. Not for me. I was scared for, for my offspring. I, I was scared of what things that I could instill in that young vessel that can ruin them for the rest of their lives. Either that image of, thank you for this Pulitzer Prize, or the other one of, would you like fries with that? It was terrifying. It was extremely terrifying. But the moment of truth happened, you know, he popped out of the, the egg, Stork brought him. 
I held him up, he opened his eyes, he looked at me, and the symbiotic relationship thing just happened where he knew who I was, I knew who he was, and then he peed on me. And after he peed on me, I looked at him and I said, okay, fine, you pass, you win, you have your father's sarcasm. And after that, everything was, was, was peaches and cream after that. As cliche as it sounds, I had, a, I had very little trouble, I guess, teaching him and, and having him mimic my movements and showing him the world and things like that. It's one of the rare occasions where I stepped outside myself and I looked at this little vessel that I, that I molded into what he is now 19 years later and I'm still breathing and alive, which is scary all in itself. And that changed my whole way of thinking because I was this person that just loathed people. Not really hated people like you do, but really, really loathed anyone that was breathing around me. But now I have this small appreciation of something that I created and I wanted to take care of and coddle and make sure that he's gonna be a success story and that he's doing all the necessary things, you know, to have a, uh, a healthy lifestyle. And so I find myself when I go shopping, you know, I see things that would benefit him rather than myself. Or I see something shiny and I think, oh, this would be good for him. And now I'm in five-year-old clothes because fathers have zero style. And I want to clothe him and protect him and feed him and stuff like that. And I'll be just that old guy screaming at clouds wearing jeans from, from like 1990s. So that's one of the little things that have changed my perspective on life, you know, due to a certain event. Your thoughts on that one? Just gross. I, I, I saw it coming from a mile away. It was going to be my son, my child. I can't wait to see your life um, perspective changes again when you get a grandkid. You had to ruin it, didn't you? Just. I mean, that's what you get. Yeah, she just stuck her dick in the mashed potatoes and just utterly ruined it. But no, I have some. Why would some... you stick your dick in mashed potatoes? It's not that comforting. I would think if you're going to stick a dick in mashed potatoes, I would just, because mashed potatoes would just are easy, I mean, depending on how they're made, it's just, there's no sturdiness to them. It's just completely just there, and there's just no, I mean, it's it's honestly like you're going, um, you're, you're with Taylor Swift, um, per se. Now, I would think you would want like a bag of lentils or beans and they're heated up because there's more firmness to them and then there's the heat and the warmth. I mean, come on now. You did put a lot of thought in this. You put a lot of thought into this, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I always, I listen, I put a lot of thought into things that matter. Like intercourse with mashed potatoes. Oh, okay, that's definitely good to know um i mean what about you what, what another example of something event a person a place or thing that kind of altered your viewpoint on life so i guess i'm trying i'm honestly because i try and try not to be a negative nancy because i it's more of a lot of negative things happened in my life that's hard to me for me to say that i have a positive outlook on things i guess just so many things have just happened that it's not that I hate the world and I wish the worst upon people. It's more of, I just don't care. It's, you know, where people talk about politics and what's going on in this country and that kind of, it's, I just sit in this space of not that I don't care as in, you know, hey, screw those people. It's more of, 
I'm just neutral in the sense of I don't care. I don't try to put so much energy into something I know I can't control. Um, it's uh, it's got to the point that you know a lot of things have happened in my life that I just expect disappointment, and I just have started to let go of things and people, and I just I just accepted that I exist, and I don't expect the best out of everything, and especially out of life and people. And so when I see someone that's younger than me and they're so positive on life and it's in a way it's I feel sorry for them but at the same time there's that little bit of envy because it's like I miss when I used to be like that when I was younger but man did a lot of people take that from me and, and so there's that bitterness too but I don't reflect that onto other people because I mean I have my jokes and everything but I'm a pretty go with the flow type of person. I like to have fun and make people laugh or shock value on people more than anything else. And so I, I guess I can't really put more specific to like one event, it's just a multiple things. Um, I would say something more positive, honestly. That, that, I don't want to sound like some martyr that's like, oh, I've had nothing but a miserable life. No, it's you know, it, a lot of negative things stick with you more than positive things. But I guess, you know, since you're gonna have a sappy one, I'll have a sappy one, which is my husband. And I was in a very dark place, dark mindset. I completely gave up on the idea I was gonna go anywhere in life, I was gonna do something with myself. I was just accepting where I was was where I was going to be, and that was it. And, you know, my husband came around and he actually treated me like a human being. He treated me with respect. He was the first guy I actually started talking to that wasn't asking me for nude pictures or to sext with them or, you know, do phone sex. It was never anything like that with him. It was, you know, we talked for a month, you know, uh, we went on our date. Eventually we, we did this, the thing, but he was just an actual gentleman and it terrified me. I kept thinking, oh, this guy's going to break my heart. But he, and I've always swore against I wasn't ever going to get married, and you know, I didn't want to get serious. He pretty obviously, you know, uh, eight years later of marriage, he's pretty much changed my mind. So, it's, um, so I'm, I'm glad. Uh, he is a positive beacon to me. Uh, we've had a lot of ups and downs throughout our marriage, but it's, it's better than it was in the beginning, that's for sure. And that was mostly on my end. I had a lot of emotional baggage that I did not know how to air out. But, so I guess I would say that. That's a positive outlook is uh, my husband taught me that there is someone that could love me and actually treat, uh, treat me like a human being. And I didn't have to reflect negatively on everyone else and explode in toxicity. Hmm. Oh, I, I would agree with you. And here, I'll go the opposite way. I'll give you one. Ooh. Now, my my dating history is quite impeccable. It's a whole it's a whole lot more lows and has been highs, and because I take responsibility for it, I take full accountability for relationships I've been in. The very few, because I know you're thinking, Adrian, you stud, you have so many whores. No, 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 not the case, not the case. Whores, <laughs> as my mom would say, just like Halloween. Halloween is dress up like a whore night. But I digress. 
I, uh, no, I've, I've been in a lot of relationships and because I never knew how to act in a relationship because my upbringing, I was surrounded by females, which isn't a bad thing, but I was never really taught the ways on how to carry myself in a relationship. So due to the ones that I've been in, it's been a learning experience as, as time went on. So at my age, I can actually sit back and critique myself and go, okay, I did this wrong and this wrong and this wrong and holy crap, I did this wrong too. So now that I love being by myself and I fall in love with myself and I know my expectations going into a future relationship, if I choose to get in one, I know what to look for. And I know how to act, I know what to do and what not to do. And just had to learn the hard way. So I built up that appreciation for everything that has happened to me prior. You know, no hard feelings, no bitterness, no angriness or anything of the sort. It was fun at the time to wish death and despair and, and ugliness to all the past. But now I just view it, I view it as a learning experience. And it really changed me. You know, so now whenever I'm ready, when I'm like maybe 55 or 60, you know, then I have my expectations set and I can truly be happy, be happy with somebody instead of making one person happy and, 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 and vice versa. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like this episode is kind of turning to therapy session where we're really getting all started. The day I was born, <laughs> the doctor slapped my bum bum because I didn't cry immediately. And I feel like that very much affects me to this day. Well, I mean, mine, mine touched me in a very bizarre way. I thought that was normal. Huh. Okay, but uh, <laughs> well, well, here I'll give you one more, and then we'll, then we'll do one more. Now, not necessarily therapy, I guess, but very, very cathartic. That another thing that changed me positively was traveling. I traveled a lot in my twenties, um, with my work schedule at the time, working in a mall, being a manager for a DVD VHS store. Look it up, people. I would create my own schedule. And on weekends, I would give myself weekends off, maybe once, twice a month, I just travel. At the time, plane tickets were like really cheap for round, round trip, like 150 bucks round trip. And I would just make friends and I would just go travel. I've been to, you know, like Maine and Canada and New York and Utah. There are only two black people in Utah, myself and Carl Malone and Virginia. And I've been all over just to get that experience. And now, I have stories about all my travels. And then going to Germany and Austria and Bavaria, I have all those travel stories that really changed my life because it let me know that there's more things out there than just Florida or just Chicago. You know, there's so much culture out there and it really shaped me a whole lot, you know, to where that I can go again. And I have the itch and the urge to go again and see all this fun stuff again instead of being trapped in a vortex known as Florida. Yeah, um, Florida, it's weird because Florida is its own territory. If you think of the South, you don't think of Florida because the, you think of the South as in Tennessee, Kentucky, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. But when you think, oh yeah, the South, the Mernicks, no, you don't, your first thought that comes to mind is not Florida. We're just our own little something. I, 
And as you said, we're a vortex. We are, I mean, makes sense because we're right near the Bermuda Triangle as well. It's just, we are something else because we have our own superhero, Florida Man. And it's, it's weird. Yeah. But I mean, I'm a born and raised Floridian. I guess that can make sense as to how I am. It's the way I am. It's something in the water that we swim in or drink or the humidity that messes with our brains or just all the drugs. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain that, you know, I've probably touched millions of things in my life that have had drugs on them at some point or the other. I think working where we worked at a convenience store, I think we probably touched cocaine, meth, probably heroin a couple of times. So I think that really affected our psyche and how we are. Hence, we're doing a podcast every week because really something has to be really wrong with us to talk to the public all the time and have them want to hear our voice and what and the things we have to say on, on a weekly basis. So I truly think something is wrong with us here and there. I mean, I've just accepted that <laughs> just a little messed up. I mean, but as a, a little bit. But it adds to our personality, though. I mean, there there is no one else like us. And that's a good thing because I really don't want a twin. I would have to murder my twin. Can you imagine if I decided to procreate and I created a child and it was like me? Now, see, you're setting yourself up because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You do understand I'm going to smack you next weekend, right? I'm not afraid to fall. I made a note in my phone to smack you. I'm not afraid to fall down and cry. I will scream fetal position and fall down and crawl into a ball if if you make any attempts to hit me. No, no, no. You know, you're right. Smacking you and physical violence will do nothing. I will lock you in a room and make you watch Shrek is Love over and over and over again. And I will gnaw off my own arm to get out of that room. So please, nope. I accept the physical violence part. But I believe, nope. no, no, I believe you will have said child. It's going to happen because you keep saying it's not going to happen. You don't want it. I said the same thing. And all of a sudden, in the midst in the midst of deep hugging, nine months later, a child came along. So, I think it's going to happen to you. Okay, I understand this. If it happens to me, you're babysitting my offspring a lot. Oh, and I will fill that offspring full of just horrible, horrible things, and it's going to be wonderful. Do you yeah. do understand this? Me, my offspring. It's going to be traumatized from conception. Oh, that's that's a good point. I yeah, mean, you really cannot traumatize that child more than I can. I mean, worse comes to worse, I'll have him or her watch the Wiggles a lot, or Barney a lot, or Teletubbies. Just, some, I mean, something mind-numbing. I, I really think that would do the trick. So, speaking of, you know, traumatizing children, you know, last night, Halloween, I was at a friend's help sitting in the driveway giving out candy and whatnot. And we're in, the, we're in the middle of a conversation that's very inappropriate. I honestly couldn't even tell you what it was about, but I just know it's very appropriate and it was sex related. And Shocker. there's a group of kids coming up and they're, and my friend's like, hey, I was like, what? They're gonna have to learn sooner or later. And they're like, not at my house. <laughs> because that... I have no filter. I, I don't care who's around me. I'm gonna say what I wanna say. But it's like, yeah. These, these, I mean, listen, you had pe- kids that are like eight, nine years old dressing up like they belonged in the purge. Like, they, they've seen, they, they have access to the internet. They, they've seen worse than what I'm probably talking about. I just think, and not to go off on a rant here, I think 
we've lost the plot when it comes to Halloween. I truly, truly think we lost the plot because I made the mistake of going out yesterday just to get some stuff for the house. And, uh, yeah, I was afraid to go out of Castle Walker that night. And, yes, I've seen kids and teens and adults and even older adults dress up like <clears throat> whores. I think that gives people the ability to dress up as a whore. And it's funny. Now, it's not everyone, so, so don't get your hate mail, people. Not everyone, but a good portion of people just want to dress up as sexy anything. Sexy nurse, sexy cop, sexy clown, sexy serial killer, you name it, cleavage, and asses hanging out. I just don't understand it, and I don't know, I don't know where that came from. I mean, back in my day, because I'm so old, we dressed up as actual characters. And we left the sexy part at home because we really didn't think about that. We were too busy thinking about the candy. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. And you're a Catholic priest. I think you're still pulling off the sexy vibe. Probably. I mean, I mean, he, he I mean, he did have a very gentle touch. But moving on. But I mean, no, I, I I understand what you're saying is you know there's people that lost touch. But while watching these kids decorate, there was a lot of creative like costumes Halloween I, I really didn't see anyone dress up sexy even adults I saw I saw my favorite one was this adult he, you know it's a dad walking around with his kids but he was dressed up as Florida man he was wearing you know just a typical shirt um, jeans boots but his cape was the Florida flag he was carrying a, a huge four loco and he was wearing a you know a ball cap that said you know or it had the florida state logo on it too and i just happened to look i was like are you are you florida man he's like yes please someone he got so excited i said i said let me tell you my dude the people that don't get it are not from florida no not at all yeah not at all yeah. and now i have to do this and since i were speaking of costumes please enlighten our listeners to what you dressed up as for halloween oh yeah i was mermaid man <laughs> now for those I millennials for a second. I was like wait I didn't dress up as anything demonic oh no I was mermaid man I loved being mermaid man I, and what's even better about this so back in August my branch we did you know a drawing of because we all tried the voting thing it just wasn't working out so we're like okay to be fair we're just going to put all of our ideas in a bowl and when we're going to have someone draw it and you know we just picked it was actually an intern so there wasn't anyone to be biased or say it wasn't fair. And she drew it in a SpongeBob immediately. I was like, yes, because that was my idea. And so immediately I was like, I am Mermaid Man. Mermaid Man. To who I want to be. And everyone else in the branch is dressing up as other characters. I don't have a Barnacle Boy. I'm like, I, I need a Barnacle Boy. And so, um, my district manager his office is out of my branch and every day for pretty much about a month month and a half i was harassing him i was harassing the district manager of my uh, uh, like because my uh job is between a north location and south locations and he's the district manager for the north i pretty much just harassed this man nearly every day sending him emails of pictures of Meridian and Barnacle Boy with a subject of for your consideration and PS in very small letters please don't fire me <laughs> to every day if I saw him walking around the branch I'm like Barnacle Boy and finally I think about 
three weeks ago, he said, yes, I, I will be Barnacle Boy. And to see him come into work yesterday dressed up as Barnacle Boy made my year. And I said, the, I was like, someone call HR and tell them that harassment does work at work in the workplace. <laughs> now, for, for, for proper context there, I said it. Explain to them who Mermaid and Barnacle Boy is. Because I know that you and I watched this ad nauseum. Because I had my son who loved Spongebob. And you just like Spongebob in general. So please explain to them the history of a Mermaid Man, a mermaid man and Barnacle Boy. Of course, they're Spongebob characters. You easily, you easily Google Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, you're going to see pictures of them. It's pretty much, you know, how we have the superheroes nowadays. You have Iron Man, Thor, Batman, all that stuff. Well, pretty much they are the main superheroes in Spongebob. And they have the classic timing shows where it's Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy years ago where they're all buff and fit and they're kicking ass and they're, you know, taking names. And they're, you know, just seen in the world. And it's a favorite show of Spongebob and Patrick. Well, they finally want to meet them in person. And they find them in an old folks home. And they're old. Because it's been many, many years since they did the show. And, you know, Barnacle Boy is the taller. He's pretty crabby. He was he was the sidekick. And then you have Mermaid Man where he's kind of... He doesn't really have Alzheimer's, but he kind of knows what he's doing most of the time. And the other half, he's just like, what? Eva? <laughs> he's just very random. He's just a very random old man, and I just love him. So all I could think is, I want to be Mermaid Man. And to your credit, you pulled it off. You pulled oh, it off yeah. very well. I saw the picture, and I laughed very, very hard for many, many minutes. And it's a shame, folks. It's a shame, folks. We're very private people, so we're not going to post a picture of Ashley Majestic as Mermaid Man. So just figure it out, people. Um, Now I'm starting the harassment early. Um, I mean, it started as of yesterday. Because immediately they're like, I wonder what we're going to do next year. And immediately it's Star Wars. Oh, no. Star Wars. Oh. Oh, stand by it. And they're like, no, Ashley, we did join yet. I said, we didn't vote for my idea. It was a random drawing. So next year, if we randomly draw Star Wars, guess what's happening? And they're like, no, you don't get a vote next year. I was like, I will f*** you. <laughs> so so yeah. if, if you had your choice, and I know I'm going to fall down a rabbit hole here, what Star Wars character would you dress up as? I wouldn't dress up as a Star Wars character like a, you know, one of the main characters. I would become my own Star Wars character. I would have, because I have my lightsaber. I would probably be, I guess, Lady Kylo, Kylo Ren, but I'm not going to, I just want to be a Sith Lord. I, I want either my dark purple or my red lightsaber. I want to dress in dark clothes and a, like a really like cloak and just, and then do my eye makeup to like kind of match what I'm doing and where, get the red contacts. Oh my God. I, I just, mm. Fifth Lord, next year, that's where I'm going to be. Whether my job wants it or not, I'm, I'm coming into work as uh, as a Sith Lord from Star Wars. <laughs> and every Star Wars fan right now is salivating, wondering what Ashley Majestic looks like. That's that's tremendous. That is going to be the all-time thing. Maybe one day, maybe one day, we'll have Ashley Majestic and Walker AC in the same room maybe a picture on the website of us maybe just just maybe one day 
One day. But until then, you're, but you're not, yeah. yeah. But until then, you're not going to anytime soon. No. Now, no I d- for me, dog. <laughs> now I do have something fun for us before before we wrap it up. I just wonder. I had an email um, from a fan, and they wanted to know what do we look like. And I pondered that for a second, and I didn't res- I didn't respond to the email yet. So I wanted to ask you if you heard our voices for the first time, what would you think we look like? Oh, if I heard our own voices, for you, I don't know. Um, definitely, you know. Um, Go ahead and say it. Older, Go older ahead and guy. Say it. Older guy. I mean, I just can't really think of it because I'm not the type of person that hears voices and I can think, oh, that's what they look like. I just kind of imagine their personality and I make up my own fictional version where for you, it's it's nothing, no specific characteristics. It's more of, you know, the way you talk and the way you like try to put us back on course and you limit the shenanigans, I would think you're kind of, um, what's his face, like Squidward? I'm a straight man. I would image was like, this guy reminds me of Squidward. He's down to have fun, but he, he's, he's not going to let SpongeBob, you know, fly his uh, freak flag free, you know. Oh, that was very hard to say. Yes. <laughs> and for myself, I would just be, I would just imagine myself as, oh, that's a very chaotic person that needs serious therapy or a straitjacket. Um, but, like, if I can think of a character, like a fictional character for me, I, I can't, I don't know. I, um, I guess the closest one is a character from this new Disney Pixar movie, like Red. It's the Red Panda. And there's this like girl that wears purple overalls, and she's just a chaotic mess. And I'm like, I identify with this one. <laughs> I can definitely picture that. I I'm going to respond to the person, um, but I'm not going to really give too much, because once again, when I think of hearing your voice and trying to put a face to it, I think I think of a young lady with glasses, with with long hair very very uh very shy very timid but then when a microphone turns on her personality comes out and when i think of what walker ac looks like to a person who's never seen me before very i mean very tall guy straight man straight lace barely smiles very stoic and yeah actually it kind of looks like me huh never mind but yeah i know i think i was trying to put a face to ashley majestic i'm trying to think what other people would really think you'd look like and, but I'm truly thinking, you know, you know, a, a short person with glasses and long hair that is very, that's very shy and, and, and timid. All right, short person. Vertically challenged. Short person. I'm five nine. It's the illusion. I wanted people to think of what you look like, so I just instantly well, said now short. Well, they can't think I'm short. They are gonna think I am a tall demon. Actually, you know, I'm about to show you. Unfortunately, people will not see my reference. Basically, look up gremlin. Look up gremlin. You don't look like a gremlin. I, I look. Like I look more like a buzzard. Yeah, because the way my head is shaped. So there you go. A gremlin and a buzzard. That's Ashley Majestic and Walker AC. Perfect. And now oh she's God, looking it up. I, just, I mean, shut up. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm people. 
If people want to know what we look like, look up what a gremlin is and look up what the classic Bugs Bunny buzzard looks like. And there you go. You got us right there. Bugs Bunny buzzard. Absolutely. Now, as she's searching in the Google machine, let everybody know. Yeah, I'm not searching the Google machine. I'm trying to paste it to our chat and Discord and it's like the file is too big. Like, that's what your mom said. <sighs> yep. See, there we go, folks. <laughs> Ashley Majestic in the flesh. So as she's trying to do this, are you ready for our popular game that we didn't do last week, but we're going to do this week? Yes. Now, for those people who missed it last week, we did very bizarre facts, which actually went over pretty well. Yeah, that's about right. And uh, so now, welcome back to the Out of Context podcast, the podcast that will offend, that will make you laugh, that will provoke thought, and on occasion make you cry because you have to listen to our voices for about an hour an hour a week. We are going to play Pick the Porn. What Pick the Porn is, you may ask? We're going to give you three titles, and one of those titles is not a real porn. Ashford, are you ready to play? Yes, even though this game is rigged, yes, I'm ready. Three rounds, and here we go. First round, The Little Spermanade 2, Bitches of the Caribbean Part 2, The Curse of the Big Black Dick, and bare necessities. Which one is the fake porn? I'm hoping the third one um, is the fake one. Bare necessities. You are correct. That is the fake porn. Thank God. <laughs> Round two. Double points here. My own personal favorite. Star Wars Attack of the Silicone. Nightmare in glory hole and weapons of ass destruction which one is the fake porn i want to say the star wars one are you sure yes you are incorrect that is a real porn damn it <laughs> want to take another stab at what the fake one was give me the two options again nightmare in glory hole and weapons of ass destruction Nightmare and Glory Hole. You are correct on that one, but uh, you failed on the second one. Now the final and third round. Your mom. That's what she said. Star Trek II, The Search for Sperm. Sperm. Get that right here. The Curious Taste of Benjamin's Butthole and Willy Wonka's In the Chocolate Factory. Which one is the fake porn? really want the first one to be fake because the, the other two are just amazing. And I really want those to be actual porn. So Star Trek II, the search for, sp for sperm, I can't say that word correctly. Is that the fake one? Yes. You are incorrect. That is a real porn. Which one is the fake one? <laughs> Do you want to take a stab at it? No, which one's the fake one? I'm mad. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. That was, oh, a, that was a fake porn. Now just imagine your group of people at your birthday party playing this game, playing the live version of this game. Wait, hold on. Like, okay, just in the first, so it's not Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. There's plenty of porn that is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, like one of them is um, fucked in the giant candy. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. 
man. I, you know what? When I die, I don't even want anyone to delete my search history. I want them to see. If you ever pass away in your, you know, like in your room or in the living room with your laptop, you know, on, you know, on your person, the people that's going to go through your browser history is going to be terrified. They're, they're, they're going to be so scared. That's fine, as they should be. <sighs> but as we said, in a couple of weeks at your birthday party, we're going to record a live version of the Out of Context podcast, a special NC-17 rating because there'll be multiple rounds of pick the porn. You're going to hear people screaming and laughing and being generally disturbed at the, at, at the movie topics I picked out. I can't wait. I can't wait for other people to understand that this game is rigged. We have to have some prizes, though, at least. We have to have some in-studio prizes for people who get it right. Okay, well, you have to provide the prizes because I am providing a lot of other stuff here. Well, I mean, you can provide the alcohol or shots or something like that for each person that gets it right. I'm going to tell everyone, like, whoever gets the question right can grab Adrian's butt. That, there's a lot to grab. And plus, if Jeffrey grabs my butt, it'd be pretty awkward. I mean, he grabbed it last time. It didn't, you know, it felt kind of good. But if he does it again, I'll, I'll be offended this time. This time. I, I would think that you would be offended if he didn't. Well, we're not going to talk about that. I mean, he has a real gentle touch. Now, if Veronica did it, I might be offended. Okay, now I'm going to tell Veronica to do it. Well, I mean, her man may get a little bit, you know, you know, like disturbed oh, about oh, it. So. I'll tell him to do it, too. Okay, fine. You know, I mean, he can do it, but but, but she can't, because I worked with her before, so I know how disturbed she is. Even better. Of course. Now, um, Actually, you know what? I'm, gonna tell, I'm, I'm actually going to text her right now. Of course you are. Now, I, need, I need you to grab Adrian's butt <laughs> at my birthday party. Don't ask questions, just do it. Oh yeah, she'll definitely fall for that. Now, as no, you're doing, <laughs> as down, you're doing that, like that, I have to ask because for those people who know us, or for those who don't know us, they know we have disturbing stories of working at a certain convenience store. But my question is, my final question is. What is one good thing that came out of that convenience store that you worked at for all those years? My <laughs> it's, friends. That took you all to answer that question. Well, I was going to be a smart ass and say nothing, but I could tell that you were baiting me and fishing for a compliment because you're so needy. That's what I said. But you weren't really my friend until after you left the company your friend there because you know we would talk a lot and i'd buy you apple fritters well actually the apple fritters are more for bribing for you to quit being a you know uh-huh uh, uh-huh a, basically an asshole oh is that a speck of dust in the counter check mark like if i could just go back and grab that clipboard and just smack your face with it i would love to do that but there was a good time. I did introduce you to a SpongeBob remix beat that you really enjoyed. So at least that was something. That's probably the only reason why I didn't kill you. I feel valued by you. I feel truly valued by you. It was great. So because I didn't, I never put your face in the pavement. That's improvement right there. That shows how we are friends. It shows you have really, really good restraint, and I really do if, appreciate if it that. It makes you feeling better. I completely just could not stand Veronica when we worked together. I couldn't stand her. 
she knows the living shit out of me. She knows this. Like, she knows this this day. But now today, her and I are best friends. She would try to get me to hang out with her after work, but I'm like, no, I have plans. Or I would just, uh, just make excuses. It wasn't until I think a year after I left that place that I guess she invited me out or something. I'm like, you know what, what the fuck? I mean, you know, I'm not doing anything, so let's go. And, you know, fast forward years later, her and I are best friends. Funny how that works out. And then, right? and years later, you and I are doing a podcast where we can barely stand each other working together. So go figure. Sorry, was uh, you could barely stand working with me? Well, I mean, you bullying uh, me and working in a cooler and having me, you know, stock shelves and stuff like that. So see, that's your problem because technically your position was higher than me, and you let me boss you around. That's your own problem. That's what? your own stuff you gotta sort out in therapy, buddy. Well, you, but you're an assistant manager too, wasn't you? Nope. I never fully... Like, I was viewed as a manager, but I was never promoted because I wouldn't take the promotions. Because back then, my husband worked six days a week, Monday through Saturdays, and his only day off was on Sundays. And I would not take a promotion because no job, no position that I took as a manager would let me have Sundays off besides being the night manager. And Aaron, who was the night manager at the time, he even said he was willing to trade a day with me so I could take the promotion and I could have the Sunday off so I could spend it with my husband. And the higher up was like, no, we're not going to do that. Okay, then I'm not getting promoted. I'm not taking it. Oh, well, you're not looking at the long term. You're right. I'm looking at the little time I have with my husband already and then that being taken away from me. So no, and I remember... You know, Karen, who is our store manager, and she's, you know, she actually cornered me. She had me come outside right where, you know, uh, her boss was out there. And they started talking to me about getting promoted. And I said, no, get me Sundays off. And I would love, I would work the Monday through Saturday. I don't care. I would work Monday through Saturday, no complaints. I just wanted Sunday. That was all. And they just could not give that to me. I said, all right, I'm not getting promoted. <laughs> I won't take it. Well, I walked out of that job twice. I've told you that story. I've told everybody else that story. I walked out of that job twice. And I did a podcast about that show that, surprisingly enough, some of the people that worked there listened to that show. And some liked it. Um, some didn't and never talked to me again. But it's okay. It was all right. The things I've done at that particular store, I should have been fired for three, four, five times over. But... Uh, I'll have to tell some of those stories off air because I can't tell them here because it's really bad. Oh, no, I, I look forward to the day that we can talk about because, of course, there's privacy. Oh, we don't want to get sued, at least not over this. You know, if we're going to get sued. I don't want to get sued by, like, the big leaks. Well, I can't, you know, like, um, who? Who would I want to get sued by? I think the statute of limitations um, you know, has already ran, so I can pretty much say anything I want to about the things that I've done at that job by myself with other people, things that I've seen, and yeah, yeah, some things I really should have been fired for or probably shot. Yep. Really? You don't say it? Classy. Okay. But <laughs> No, I mean, I, I mean, the same thing. I, I mean, I was just kind of like a workaholic. I just wanted to work and make money because we got paid shit there. And it was just nothing but drama in that place. Um, I know a few people that just wanted to start shit all the time, and I hated it. 
It would be you couldn't say one thing without the rest of the store knowing like oh so and so said this I'm like I didn't say that. Well, that's. I hated it. It was just working with a lot of children. Well, that's one of the main reasons why I loved working for Cape Canaveral and Merritt Island, being a floating manager, because nobody liked me, and I loved it so much, and I loved going to work knowing that my coworkers did not like me, but my customers did, and when I got promoted to go to Melbourne, the customers literally like was upset and complained to corporate because they don't want me leaving. Customers brought me cards with money, cards with like Disney World tickets, stuff like that. I was brought food and cakes and everything my, my last week there. And people asked about me for months after I left, which is still tremendous. And I went to that particular place a couple of days, a couple of days ago to get gas. And one person who still worked there saw me and gave me the biggest stink eye ever. And it was tremendous. It was a really good feeling to know that my life has evolved and they're kind of just stagnant. But okay. oh, can I get the name? No, I'm not gonna say the name. Not gonna say the name. Well, even if they oh, did. Playing Discord. Playing Discord. <laughs> so um, as I'm writing something on Discord, I'll just talk about things. How you can find us here um, on on out of, out of context podcast. We have 20 different platforms you can find us on, as well as please support cafepress.com forward slash w a c e. And of course, you can find Ashley Majestic under. Uh, Majestic Nerd Lady on Instagram. I just typed a message, so there we go. She'll read that I right quick. I have no idea who that person was. This is probably someone that came along after I had left. Uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh. Well, of course, since you're doing plugs, uh, you can find me, Majestic Nerd Lady, on Instagrams. Um, and I'll see it. Any other, and as I always say, any other social media you find me on, it's most likely private or is not active. But you can find me being very active nearly every day on Instagram because I share a lot of funny, inappropriate stories on my Instagram. And I love it. Yes, I need to start using Instagram more. I just use it just to promote the show. I really don't post anything harsh or anything because I have zero time to do so being a very busy parent. And working at my job takes up a whole lot of my time. And plus also putting all my effort and passion in this show to make it is is a quite a popular show amongst all the podcasts in the world. Hopefully one of these days, uh, you know, I mean, like this show will be ranked in maybe the top 100 or top 50 of podcasts, I guess. I'm still competing with Joe Rogan, so I'm not going to win that one. So would you get the message? Oh, yeah. oh wait. Oh. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> well, you don't get to know what I just read. It is so juicy and you will never know. And one of these days, maybe next year, we'll have to do a sit-down, tell-all podcast about where we worked. And I mean, granted, we will, you know, mess up the names on purpose, but we'll sit down and have a powwow of the place we worked and the things we've dealt with and the secret juicy stories that happened after hours and, yeah, stuff like that. That'll probably get us arrested. So we'll tell that story one of these days. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and tell people what I just read. Okay, go for it. it. Go for it's it. It's actually the name of Adrian's grandchild. I would ne- I would strangle my son if he named that. Uh, he was named his grandchild after that. Oh, the, it's there. The seed has been planted. You, you it's would. out there. It's out there in the universe now. Um, just like you having a child. Yes, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Can, can, can just not, wait. Can just, I wait? Yeah. Just you wait. You got. You got 
less than two weeks and the hurt's coming. <laughs> the hurt is coming. Like you are going to be leaving my house like limping. I will bring a cake. I will bring a cake. I'll set it down and I'll back away so you cannot hurt me. Or I'll hide behind I your say husband. That because I'm fat? I say that because you like cake. I'm fat. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm fat. You what are you talking about? Cake. Maybe I'm a pie person. Maybe I prefer pie over cake. You don't know me. I'll bring you a cheesecake. You make you happy. Oh, no. I'm very picky about cheesecakes. Cheesecake with strawberry toppings. Best kind. Mm, it all depends on who makes it, though, because some will do the strawberry to- toppings, and it's the very, very preserved type of strawberries that don't taste good at all. Publix. Publix cheesecake. I'm fancy like that. Mm, debatable. Of course, we can never agree on anything. It's a beautiful thing. This is why this show is so popular. Now, before we close up shop here, anything you'd like to say to all of our listeners out there? We have listeners in Turkey. People in Turkey are listening to us. Can you believe that? When you told me this when we recorded last week. So, my Turkey listeners, if you, if you have like really great places for me to come visit and stay I'll do it I would, I would love to I will book a flight and be like I'm gonna be your new roommate now let's be friends or more it all depends on how much money you have but that's up for discussion please email Adrian for, for further details are there good looking women in Turkey I think but I mean are there good looking women in Turkey I don't know Maybe. I don't know. Sorry, is, is the country Turkey have to have, like, like, are there countries that you think of that just like, oh, that country is just ugly people. That country is full of good-looking people. They probably think of us I'm like sorry. that. Are there, are there good-looking women in Turkey? That's... The, the audacity, sir. That's a joke, my Turkey listeners. That's a joke. I would love no, to visit... serious. No. He's actually putting in the chat right now, like, wow, I'm never going to Turkey because I heard them people are not Gucci. I don't even know I don't even know what that means. I I'm an old man. I don't I, I don't speak in the child lingo, you know, the hip teens anymore. But yes, there are beautiful people in Turkey. So we do thank you for listening to us in Turkey and you know, keep on downloading our shows and tell your friends and family about the Out of Context podcast, a podcast that the will Turkey offend. listeners are now here for me because you dissed them. You dissed their entire families, their ancestors, their culture, their, their hot air balloons. Like, you just dissed all of them. Hot air balloons? What? Was it? What? What? You don't know about the hot air balloons in Turkey? No. We'll have to talk about that another show. I don't know. No. What? <sighs> Anyhow, we thank everyone for downloading, streaming, and listening to the Out of Context podcast. You can find us on 20 different free platforms. Alexa, just say, hey, Alexa, play the Out of Context podcast. It'll play it. Of course, uh, Google Podcasting, Google Chrome. Find us on anything and everywhere. Subscribe. Give us that thumbs up. Like us.
still assuming that it's still recording. So, ah, haha, urethra, it's still recording. So that works too. But we're going to sign off. So before I do, Ashford, oh, I was leaf. like, oh, you just got cut off. <laughs> Turkey hot air balloons. Interesting. So <laughs> before we end, what do you have for us? Well, fun fact. If you get a pet wolf and you teach them how to meditate, they become an aware wolf. That was bad. Good night, everybody.